everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 155 from January 14th, 1995. And this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're going to talk some Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Let me say something before I throw it to Doc and Hopper. We are in a new venue, Sevierville, Tennessee. We have been here before because I was attacked by some lunatic online and some psychopath on Twitter the first time we were here when he called me a in piece of shit that didn't know how to pronounce it so he will no That's longer nice. uh, be listening and he said we got real political even though we didn't so you know people are just assholes but yeah i got attacked by some moron on twitter the first time we were here that's why i specifically remember this this guy what's he like, called um, severeville severeville and i said severville i actually said severville or severeville i'm not really sure Help me out. And then the guy literally decided to be an asshole about That's it. But anyway, nice. you know, keyboard warriors, Harper. Well, they love hiding behind the keyboard. I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe you're an asshole to agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> what, hey, how long How long do you think his blown up goatee, jean shorts, I'm tough guy would last if he tried to, you know, takedown on you i mean i don't i'm not i don't like unless it's triple h and i'm just having fun cutting a promo i, I don't really get into I'm totally no I, this isn't about you it's about him he's mr tough guy but he, he's gonna be tough for about 27 seconds before he can't breathe <laughs> and he's blown up i feel like hopper he's love- he's confused he, he's confused he's confused cheetos <laughs> with like you know muscle milk <laughs> I feel like Hopper when Hopper cut that promo a couple weeks ago because he Hopper's like, you know, I'm not swollen jacked up anymore, but I'm still 265 pounds, That's right. six foot one, and if I really wanted to, I could kick the fuck out of you. <laughs> Which was great when Hopper said that because Hopper never really talks like that, and he just went off on the GameStop cashiers that that think they're wrestlers now these days. So anyway, wanted to point that out because we've been to Sevierville before. So there, I said it. So right. I know that uh, Mike's favorite point is when I do the demographics. So I'm going to hit this real quick. No, lots of white, lots of poor white people reside here. There you go. That's nice looking building. It's like a little <laughs> mini dome. Look at the I ceiling love, of it. I love Hover's follow up. It's a nice little building. Is... Look at the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, no, like it's not built like a regular standard gym. You can see, like, it, 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 it's a dome. All I see is stars. Hopper, if we well, get we... to a scene, because I'm trying to scan on YouTube and I'm not really seeing a scene where we see. You're it. doing an awful job. Yeah. No, I mean, that guy, I'm from, at Se- it that guy from Sevierville was right. Wow. That's nice. That's nice, Hopper. That's nice. I think it's funny that he called you an end. He's a 
third or fourth person who's done that on either really? either email or Twitter. Yeah, I get that. It's just it's fucking dumb. People are you start you know, crying. We got a lot of racists in this world still, and that's a shame. I know, right? It really is. But anyway, we're, pink, we're here we're to talk pink wrestling. The, we're, well, we're all pink on the inside. Yeah, that's a freaking fact. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> when the ham wallet opens, it's all pink. I'm just whoa, whoa. Jesus. The ham wallet. Who ham the wallet. Ugh. What, That's man? like someone... That's like calling like an ass a, a turd cutter. <laughs> well, I mean, it is kind of. It might be a little brown uh, on the rim, but on the inside, it's going to be pink, right? You see? Oh God, that's I come on. Y'all, the one. What are you fucking twelve years old? <laughs> no, I'm in my forties, pal. Okay. The ham wallet. Ham wallet. She fucking that's... spreads her legs open. There's like a driver's license, a debit card, a AAA card. You'd be and a recipe and a recipe for an au jus sauce for her ham. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Let's get to right. the fucking show. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Let's get to the show. So, all right, we um we kick things off. We got Les and Jim Ross. They're standing there. Jr. tells us that we'll that we will see the new Boo Bradley, uh, plus a lot more. So um, before I run down everything here, let's just get into this thing because we go straight to the first match. Scotty McKeever versus Boo Bradley. Man, Boo is a mess, but the people have seen how Boo's cat was murdered now, and they love them some Boo. And Boo wins Man, with well. over McKeever, but I got to throw it to Doc because Boo is just a complete and utter mess coming out to this ring. Yeah, JR even points out that he's poorly, still poorly dressed. <laughs> and... The- it's probably because th- he now went from being a heel to really just blending in with this crowd, don't you? Yeah, uh huh. It's like looking in- into a mirror for these people. Yeah, he's a man of the people, Hopper. Right? Uh, right. <laughs> they think they think Tracy Smothers in in Dirty White Boy is one of them, but in reality, it's really Boo Bradley. That's nice. Well, <laughs> Does this guy it's he's a, in there with from far away look a little like Bobby with long tights on? Which Bobby? Fulton, Bobby Blaze. Blaze. Bobby Blaze. Far away, far away when they do the wide shot with the with, no. with, with his hair. Okay. I'm sorry, I think Bobby. it looks like a bigger uh, one, two, three kid mm. with that yeah, hair. Actually, yeah, yeah. So he's the four, so he's the four, five, six kid. <laughs> 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 oh, that was clever. Oh, um, all right. So, does anybody else think that this is like a precursor, precursor, or early version of Eugene? Yes, yeah. it's exactly what he is. What were you about to say, Harper? You see? No, no. You, you can see, like in the background, it's like a dome. Oh, architecture with Harper. Oh, I see what he's yeah. talking about. I'm on my phone, man. I can't see shit. I can barely see these two ants in the ring. Well, it's 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 actually the lighting for this episode is dark. Man, I feel like I'm at the back row of Woodstock here, pal. This is so small. Um, man, okay, so let me ask you this, though. Helper's right. It does dome. It's kind of got a dome look to it, even though it's a gym, high school gym or whatever. It's yeah. That's so right. when the acid rain from the nearby coal and nuclear plants 
land on the building, it runs off easier. That's nice. Detroit yeah. comes, car here comes the here comes the tweet in the Facebook. Oh, not Facebook, because the people on Facebook don't do this. But here comes the tweet from some asshole out there who's anonymous and why are y'all talking about the Smoky Mountain folks? Hey, assholes! If you're listening, we do the same thing when we talk about New Orleans folks. I've insulted my people a million times, so calm your jets. All right, Doc, please continue. Okay, so. Um, I don't live in New Orleans because that's a sewer, too, but whatever. Oh, it's a shithole. It is, but I I love it. I love going there as long as I can stay up on a high floor of a hotel so I don't flood and wash away and get on the the good side of town, if there is one, by sundown. Man, how much different would Boo's life have been if he stayed with this gimmick and never went to become a chair-swinging freak? I don't know. I can't. What do you think, Hopper? I don't know. This, I mean, this gets old. This is a, yeah. It's a comedy gimmick, right? I agree with Hopper. But is comedy. but is but are you trading up when your gimmick is to get brained with a chair? No, right. No, but I think the think what Boo's problem was not Boo's problem, but one of the things that the era that he came up in, which is that ECW era. He did what he had to do to get over with the, you know, chair swinging freak thing. And it was what it was. I think the thing that's funny about somebody like Boo is he's bigger than Kevin Owens body wise. But I feel like he's as agile and as mobile and he can do some of the things that like a Kevin Owens could do. And I feel like if you stick him in today's era where that hardcore style isn't a thing, unless you're just an asshole who wants to roll around in thumbtacks all the time. I think Boo would get over just fine, kind of like Kevin Owens would today. I, don't, I, I, I that's kind of how I see him. He would be that. He would be that Kevin Owens type. Maybe not cut the promos like Owens does. I'm just talking about body style, body look, and whatnot. He he wouldn't be that ECW stupidity that you know. I don't, and it's not stupidity, but I, I know what you're saying. He he yeah. he wouldn't have to do that in today's world. Would do you agree with that, Hopper? Yeah. Fuck that. Um, yeah, man. That's and take it from somebody who was branded on their head one too many times by chairs because. That was the indie era that I was in where it was like, we're going to plaster you with a freaking metal chair across your head six times tonight and you're going to take it. And, you know, I was a dumbass and I was a kid and I did it. So I, I it happened. Yeah, you know, How'd you I, feel? I, was, like a huh? star? You felt like, no. like a big deal? <laughs> I mean, you get a certain, I mean, you get a certain level of respect, but it's like, it doesn't, Do you? you know. You look back but, 20 years later. But you, but you can't remember it. <laughs> Hopper, go ask what Devin. Go ask Devin, Hopper. He was there. He witnessed it. God, anyway. Um, I, I was. I mean, you know. You're I was growing ass doing that too. Yeah. Well. I mean, I was like 21, 22, 23 oh, at that oh, point. Oh, fuck. That's young. <laughs> What well, is young? You think you're indestructible. Yeah. You still think you're never going to die at that point. Wait, we're going to die? Yeah, we are. Now we Damn think it. about it. I don't back then I didn't, you know. I was like, "Oh, well, I don't know what happened to me." Well, whatever. Just blast me off the kid, you know. Hit me over the head with a chair. So what? So be it. All right. Can we move along, Doc? Or you got something? We, we absolutely I you're the one telling your old road stories here. I'm not telling road stories. I'm telling stories of me being a dumbass. There's a difference. You know, I can actually look at myself and well, say, Well, if you're going to tell stories wrong. about being a dumbass, this is going to be the deluxe edition. 
<laughs> Here we go. Let's go to the next promo. We got Boo Bradley, Cactus Jack. They're in front of a place called the Cherokee Health System. Jesus Christ. Here it is. <laughs> Court of comments from Cactus Jack and his pal, Boo Bradley. You see this, Boo? It's a certificate that says that you are sane. Not smart, but sane. All these many years, Chris Candido had convinced you that you were unable to live by yourself. Unable to function in society without someone to take care of you. Well, boo, no more! Because you fight the fight for everyone out there, for yourself, for Boots, and for everyone who's been taken advantage of by con men like Pitch and Candido. You see, inside that heart of gold, inside the mind of a child, there lies the anger of a beast that must be released for you to squash the specter of Candido. Well, you know, you know, Cactus, and everybody, you know, Chris, you used to keep me in a box and in a doghouse. And you used to feed me dog food. And you used to take my money. And I never knew, you know, about that stuff until Cactus and these people told me what was up. And now I know the value of everything. And every hardship that I had to do, you're going to have to face now. Because I don't get treated like that no more. And it's your fault that I was treated that way. And I'm going to beat you up real good. You see that, boo? That's the road of a free man. That's walking. The road. Watch where he digs out of his ass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's digging for nuggets. <laughs> All right. All right, let me let me throw it let me throw it to Doc as they show Candido murdering and squashing Boo's cat. That's when nice. He dropped his ass on him off the top rope at Christmas Chaos. Uh, Doc, I'll throw it to you first. This is awful, but in a great territory wrestling kind of way. Um, and certainly something you couldn't do today. But I love the fact that they did it then. I tried to look up Cherokee Health Systems, but that's the name for the whole tribe's health system. So I don't know what town they were in, so that makes it pretty difficult. Ugh. I like the fact when he goes, you're not, you're not smart, but you're sane. Uh, and do you even want to try? Who sings that song? Oh, Mr. I don't have a clue. I have you, no clue. Have you even heard that song before? I don't think so. Hopper, what about you? I don't think so. I think we're going all the way back in the 60s for this one. I believe that is the Hollies. But if I'm incorrect, I need you to send all your smart answers, your smarty smart guy answers to Mike 504 Saints. So that's uh, SMU heavyweight. <laughs> Y'all are dirty, man. You know that inbox is clogged up with people sending him PDFs of programs from bullshit organizations. <laughs> Y'all need to stop attacking Lance, man. Come on. Why, Why? not? What's he going to do about well, it? Well, no, no. Yeah, uh, is, I remember like, that year. That was in 95. That's when uh, like, SMU beat Baylor to finish 7-5, uh, and five and he went to the Sun Bowl, and they, uh, they beat Cal. So, yeah, that was in 95. So, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> What? That's, that's so good what he just did. <laughs> See, Hopper does it and I feel like that's all in fun, but I, I saw I saw a couple of tweets that uh -oh. were like, Come on man. Like it 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 was 
pretty mean spirited. Let me say that. Um, and I know yeah, we do someone a lot of posted files. something that, like really like real like asshole-ish. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like I think deleted it, huh? I've deleted a couple that were just yeah not appropriate. The, the, the average mean, bear on. out there doesn't know how to heal out correctly. Yeah, like you, God, I hate to say you're right, but you nailed it. There's so like Harper just healed out. Did you see how he did that? That was beautiful. But like, so, just the way you imitated him, and you didn't say anything malicious. You just imitated him in his SMU rant, and it was great. But like there, there were a few that I was like, "Oh come on, man!" Uh, and somebody on Twitter sent him something that was just terrible, like just filthy, like wrong on a number of levels. And I was like, "Nah, it, that's." Do we Come need to on. put the bubble around Lance and protect him? The BTT bubble and protect him? Or, or, <laughs> yeah. or can we keep? Or, or can we keep being foul in his direction? I I think I think it, being foul is fine, but like, yeah. But he here's would. the here's the but here's the problem, and you know this. Everybody wants to be like us, whether it's our listeners, our pod, other podcasts, <laughs> and so they're going to keep. If we keep doing it, they're going to keep doing it. <laughs> you made a good point with that. <laughs> so maybe we should just be, let's let's maybe you know be nice to Lance for a little bit. Everybody <laughs> like send said, him a anybody send him a wrestling program to make him feel better. <laughs> like I like I told like I told Harper like I think I told Harper this one day on the phone. I was like, leave the little fella alone, man. Come on, man. yeah. Hold the microphone high. And you, and you know what's funny? Lance is Lance is like. One of the nicest guys you will ever. What's that got to do with meet. anything? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like he, he not he's not going to get in a ribbon contest with you. He just you can tell by his jokes well, at the end of the shows he was on. Well, how is he handling all of this newfound heel dumb? Oh, he don't care. He he knows. He's done everything but admit that he was just working. He okay. won't admit that, and I, I'm like, dude, just admit it. He won't well, we've got him. we've got a big time confrontation that I think we should get to here. Yeah, so good point, Doc. So first, they go back to and I'll rewind in a second. They they go back to to Christmas Chaos, and they show a replay. Uh, the Rock and Roll defeated the Gangsters for the Smoking Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Titles, and then after the match, Cornette is busted open. He's injured by the Gangsters, as we talked about that last week. We also hear from Cornette where he is um, trying to get in touch with the Heavenly Bodies. But he's got to clear it, not only get in touch with them, but get them back into Smoky Mountain Wrestling where he can clear it with uh, Bob Armstrong so that the bodies can compete. Because right now, they're banned from Smoky Mountain Wrestling when they were sent packing last year in 1994. Um, let me let me go back a second, Doc. We will play this uh, real quick soundbite from the Tom, body. I'm sweating. I'm having chills. I'm having palpitations. What's wrong with me? I, I don't know. It, it, it feels like you have super Saturday night fever, Jimmy. I, Super Saturday Night Fever? Yeah. Oh, my God, Tom. I don't know, but you'll be okay because Saturday night, January 28th, there's a lot of things going to be settled, a lot of scores going to be going on and taken care of. But we know for a fact that you, Bob Armstrong, are going to be sitting down within the next couple of days and talking to Jim Cornette about letting us come back on Super Saturday Night, the 28th, to get even with the gangsters. And I'll tell you this, Armstrong, if you're the kind of guy you say you are, if you're the man you say you are and you believe in justice, 
you'll let us come back because we've already signed the contracts. It's up to you now to let us come back and fight the gangsters in the ring. We're asking you, if we can't get them in the ring, we're going to get them in the parking lot, but we want them in the ring. You see, you guys may know about nightsticks, billet clubs, chains, and everything else, but you're talking to a couple of guys that don't mind throwing Drano in your eyes, not mind busting you in the face with a chain if it takes it. We're the masters of the dirty tricks at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Anytime you want to put yours against us, we can, man. Because you know why? We are the original gangbusters. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'll stop there, Harper. You got anything from the bodies right there? Uh, uh Not really, huh? I don't, I don't, I don't. I just wanted to throw it to you to see. If you yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, Doc, uh, I mean, uh, Dr. Tom could talk. Yeah, it's kind of mean because, um, yeah, yeah but, but, it, but did he go up north and they say, all right, all right, pal, you can talk, but you can't sound like Roddy Piper because he didn't sound like Roddy as much there. Right. Man, did you see that shirt that Pritchard's wearing? Yeah, it's uh, Guns N' Roses, huh? I'd never seen that shirt before, so I was intrigued by that. Yeah. Um, you like you like Guns N' Roses, Mike? I actually do. I did. Appetite Man, for don't. Destruction? I, yeah. I, I liked it. What else? Man, you know that's you know when that hits, that's a crossover. He, Mike, let me Mike. tell you something. He's, he's fucking starting shit right now, Hopper. You know why he's starting shit? He knows uh. I like them. You know why he knows I like them? Because about a year ago... I'm flipping through the channels and on Axis TV, Axel's performing live at some, and it wasn't, I mean, it was tape, but it was a, it was a live show. And it's called a concert. I, you asshole. <laughs> and I text, I text doc and I go, holy shit. Axel Rose is old and he sounds horrible. And then he, we get into this like 45 minute Twitter exchange or, or text message exchange about, this concert where we're talking about Guns N' Roses. So he knows that. He's starting shit, people. Don't let him fool you. I don't remember that. I do. I do. Okay. Well, I'm glad it was that meaningful for you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Cornette in the confrontation. Here it is. And there you see exactly what happened. Uh, some pretty strong comments, not only from yourself, but also uh, from your pals. What I'm here today for is to see Bob Armstrong because the heavenly bodies want to come back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. They want to get even with the gangsters for what they did to me. But the person standing in the way of that is Bob Armstrong because they're still under... Hey! hey wait just a second here. Just a second now, gentlemen. You just don't get enough, do you? Huh? We thought after Christmas chaos, you would have kept your business out my business, you understand? But you don't get enough, you understand? You want to bring the heavenly bodies in, you bring them in. You know what I mean? We'll do to them what we did to you, you understand? What we did to Rick and Robert. And Rick and Robert so loyal, they'll be out here now, partner. But you out here and you by yourself. Where's Rick and Robert, huh? Huh? Where's Rick and Hold on, nothing. Where they at now, huh? Who got your back now? Nobody, huh? You done came to a fight with no game, partner. And now you handicapped. You know what I mean? You don't want to kick your ass right now. You know what I mean? Well, here comes the commissioner. Bob Armstrong and his son, Steve. And there go the gangsters. Hey, Bob. It's a little... Hey, I didn't... Uh... <laughs> but Kate... Get us... Let's get the cane here where he can stand up. Here, I don't know. Prop yourself up there. 
I don't know what's going on here, and I don't like it. I can tell you that right now. Let me just say this. I'm out here not to do you any favors. I'm out here to keep law and order because that's my job as a new commissioner, as you understand. Absolutely. Now I understand you have a request of me. You want to ask me a question? I'm here to listen. Let's have it. Let me get this out of the way first. Let me say what you want to say, Bob Armstrong. Jim Cornette's a jerk. Jim Cornette is a no-good, stinking, back-biting, back-jumping coward, okay? Let's get it all out in the open. That's what you're thinking. But I got a request to make to you today because, you know, when they call the police, when somebody commits a crime, when the cop gets there, he doesn't ask, well, was the victim a nice guy or, or was he a, a crummy guy? It's a That's crime regardless. And what I'm saying to you, I'm looking you in the eye. You don't owe me any favors. You owe me a lot. Oh, yeah. You owe me a lot of payback, more than you've given me. Because Christmas night, I found out what you felt like at the Volunteer Slam a couple of years ago in Knoxville when you had your own private hell going on at my hands and you couldn't get out of it. Because I was in the same position with the gangsters. Blood in my eyes, couldn't see. That nightstick coming down across my leg. You can still see the scars, you can still see the injuries. So I know what you felt like, Bob Armstrong, and I didn't like it. So what I'm saying to you is you realize when a crime's committed, there's got to be justice. And you wouldn't be the man that you say you are. You wouldn't have the principles that you've always said you stood for. You wouldn't be the commissioner that you have claimed to be all this time if you let a crime like that go unpunished. What I'm asking you, Bob Armstrong, is to let the heavenly bodies come back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling and kick the gangster's butt. That's what I'm saying. Well, I believe this. I believe that every American has a chance to defend himself. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't even believe in the Constitution. So I'm going to tell you this. If you believe that they can help you get even and defend yourself, if you think the heavenly bodies can do that, request granted. It's a done deal, it sounds like. And let me say some of those gangsters, I don't know whether they're back here or hiding in a corner somewhere, but gangsters, you like to fight, brother? You want to fight? Well, you got one, Super Saturday Night Fever in Knoxville, because the heavenly bodies are coming back to town. And we don't care about rules, and we don't care about making friends, and we don't care about being nice. They say there's a heaven for those that'll wait. Some say it's better, but I say it ain't. I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints because the sinners have much more fun. And the gangsters at Super Saturday Night Fever are going to die young, brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with more Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Don't you go away. I should have said this before I started playing promos from this episode. The, the original, like the episode that we're doing, the gain is like turned up on it. And that's why it sounds all kind of scratchy and stuff whenever the promo plays but anyway uh i thought corny was good there that was a joke in the middle of it for me it was a bad one where i was like no nah, that's not true if you call the cops they don't ask about if they're a criminal or not i was just having fun harper what'd you have from this what song was that from only the good die young no I i'm asking fucking mike because <laughs> you know he okay, don't know so let me shit. so no 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 we're still good mike who sings it <laughs> oh no man Oh, are you serious? However, I think you could actually cue it up and play it, and he would go, what? I've never heard this. Damn. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Billy Joel. Only the good die young. 
Yeah, it's a typical like fucking white people's. Uh, Man, white people love that shit. Yeah. Speaking All of right, white well, people, let me know. Let me know when y'all are done talking about that. How fucking well, well, here's white the, did the Armstrongs look when they got into the ring? Just Lily. Yeah. White, Lily. pink. Lily, pink white necks and everything. You ever heard that? Yes, I have heard that. All right, well, man, who popped when Mustafa kicked that cane out? That was a great move. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Um, dude, who would have thought six months ago would have had Bob Armstrong out to save Corny? Goes to show you. Bring in some, uh, some brown people, so what, and all of a yeah. sudden... Bringing up black people, and and now it's us versus them. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> Come oh on! Oh my God, man! It's just uh, Jesus. Gets even better so, next week. It gets even boy better next, next week. week. Ne- wait till next week, pal. Jesus. Yeah. God so, damn. He re- he I'd he. Th- let me. Th- next week he lathers up the racist. Mm-hmm. He sure does. He's uh, he basically. Corny probably incited a few race riots. In his, Bruh, he, you know, he, he dumped a freaking five-gallon bucket of gasoline on a matchstick, and that shit just went whoosh. Well, we can't get to next week unless we handle this week. So I really like the line about that the cops don't ask if you're a nice guy or if the victim is a nice guy or whatever. I thought that's a great line to throw out because it, it ties back in with you know why he's there. Fucking Bob Armstrong's out there working off the Constitution, so I really like this segment. I thought it was really well done. America. America. Yeah, New Jack was out there cussing, too. We go next to Buddy Landell versus George South. We are reminded that Buddy will face the Dirty White Boy in a lights-out match January 28th, but Les then says it's non-title, which they've kind of switched this thing off. That wasn't the original agreement, but whatever. Um, now that match is a non-title match. Um, that said, Buddy wins this match under three minutes and retains the TV title. Doc, any thoughts from this? Not really, no. Hopper? No. All right. Do y'all have anything from Buddy's promo? It's really meat and potatoes, but, I mean, you know. Thoughts? Uh, well, there's one, he says that his agent, Robert Q. Harmon, and Q stands for loophole. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Well, he's out of the loopholes in the, you know. Uh, but at the end, I think we get another dance. Yes, that's the best part. At the very, very, right. so very you don't end. have to play the whole thing. We just need to see Buddy pole dance. So here he is, he's working his magic right here, and he's talking, and here it comes. Actually, it's yeah, why can't we hear it? I, t- I thought you wanted me to turn it down. Oh, here it is. I'll turn it up. Right, right, boy, if you beat Jerry Lawler, then you worry about the nature boy, Buddy Landell. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking more about Super Saturday Night Fever as the program <laughs> progresses, and we'll be back oh, after gosh. this from the Smoky Mountain Hotline. <laughs> Hi, everybody, this is Jim Ryan. <laughs> I'm telling you, on a lesser episode, that would get you some cheese, but... Uh, watch it. He he he. Uh, Hopper. He points at his um abdominal lines or the ones he feels he has the the, the small yeah. ones, and then he does that shimmy or that wiggle. 
double bicep. It's like, boom, Here boom, it comes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. What a Buddy. mess. <laughs> all right. So, all right, we go from that to Jerry Lawler. Let me get it queued up. Somewhere around here. Here it is. Jim Ross and Les Thatcher back with you. And Les, we're going to be talking to the Dirty White Boy, the Smoky Mountain Champion, in just a few moments. But I think first we're going to hear from Jerry the King Lawler. That's right. Jerry the King Lawler. We're going to talk to him, and then we're going to see him in action. I'm going to fly into Knoxville, Tennessee, and I know I, I'll know when I'm there because as soon as I step off that plane, I'm sure the stench will knock me to my knees. And that's a lot more than you'll ever be able to do, Dirty White Boy. Do you understand that? But some kind of way, I'm going to be able to find my way to that arena for Super Saturday Night Fever because I've got a mission to accomplish. I'm like the king on a crusade. I'm coming to Knoxville to take care of a little unfinished business, and you know what I'm talking about, don't you, dirty white boy? Huh? You piece of Knoxville trash, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You cost me the NWA title, didn't you, in that tournament? I haven't forgotten it. Kings don't forget stuff like that. I go around reminding elephants of things they forgot. You understand that? And it's taken till now to be able to get there and give you what you deserve. I'm coming to Knoxville to take something from you, dirty white boy. It's the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Championship. And believe me, I'm coming to take it. Mark my words, because kings don't lie. Super Saturday Night Fever. I'll be there, dirty white boy, and I'll be the champion. I thought it was. I thought that was fine. Um, Doc, you got thoughts on it? I thought that was a recap. Yeah, we uh, saw that, didn't we? I was trying to figure out, because, you know, a lot of times we watch these, you know, well, obviously we watch them sometimes a week and a half apart, because, you know, we I try to watch them before I do them, like right before, so sometimes it was, you know, a good 10 days before I'm watching the next set of episodes, and I was like, is that the same one he did last time? But I, I was going to ask y'all that. Was it the same? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, it, it wasn't the whole thing. It was just kind of like a clip of it, but all right. Um Yes, I know this is glory days. By who? That Oh, look at you. Isn't that Springsteen? No, it's Billy Joel. Whoa. <laughs> Come on, Harper. Y'all can't tell when That's I'm That's not fair. Can you? Oh, he threw fire at the Sheik. Anyway, yeah. um we get we get a glory days video package of Jerry Lawler. Um I've walking at the house. Yeah. It, it, Doc, your thoughts on this or Hopper? Anything? Man, these are cheesy. These are cheesy too. But I love these when I was a kid. And what, the Fireball. I had to call out for the Fireball because Fireballs are awesome. And did you see um, Lawler with his Halliburton there? Yes. Yeah. It. And I thought about Hopper. What? <laughs> with the briefcase. <laughs> There he is again with the briefcase. I thought about Harper with a briefcase, you know, because Harper said his dad said, oh, you always carry a briefcase. <laughs> you see Harper carrying a briefcase. Just in case some asshole fucks with you, you could hit him with it. <laughs> Go ahead, Harper. What are you about to say? I like that Corvette that he's in. What, what year was that? Uh, it's like a 81, maybe. 81? Something right. like that. Yeah, late. It's early '80s. Uh, anything else, Hopper, from the Glory Days video? 
who's no, older, who's, old, <laughs> who's older the the car or the girl in it that's nice what wow. the f- wow <laughs> <laughs> what's that supposed to mean oh uh, getting into this one Nice. Hey, you know what, though? Let me tell you something about this, this situation. At least you don't ever have to worry about one of our podcast hosts ripping you off for artwork. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Who did that? Hopper, I don't know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. We'll tell it off air. Okay. Because you don't want to give him any more publicity? I'm not talking about Lawler. I'm talking about the goofball who rip people off right right that's not cool we're out here we out here under the podcast family the wrestling podcast family of all of us are working hard to put out content and and good good clean american fun for our our worldwide audience and then you got people that are ripping people off and that's just not cool that's fucked up i mean you need to be a patron you need to buy your casper mattress your blue apron you know Dick pills. Dick pills. Jesus, I'm so tired of those. Let's go to Dirty White Boy now. This is after Lawler's Glory Days video, and Dirty White Boy means business as he is out there in his camo. Holy crap, here it is. Jerry the King Lawler is coming for the gold on January 28th in Knoxville. But we also heard earlier in the broadcast some comments from uh, nature boy Buddy Landell. What are your thoughts? This has got to be the most challenging night of your entire career, wrestling two superstars in one night. There's no doubt in anybody's mind about that. Jerry the King Lawler didn't get where he's at by being at the bottom of the totem pole. He's worked hard through his career to be on top. He's a double tough man, but you know, Jerry the King Lawler, you come out here and you trash myself, and you go around and you trash all the people in East Tennessee. Talking about the only place in Tennessee is Memphis. Well, brother, we've got a major college right here. It goes by the name of University of Tennessee. That's right, baby. Not no rinky-dink little Memphis state. So, big boy, you're coming into my backyard after this bone. (laughs) Well, this big dog bites, and I don't share this bone with anybody. And as far as the nature boy Buddy Landell is concerned, after I get away from Lawler, after it's all over with, Win, lose, or draw, it doesn't matter to me. That's when the fun's going to start. Because then, you've got to call in the ring against me. You've trashed me. You've trashed my family. I'm getting sick and tired of your loud mouth. So what's going to happen in K-Town, nature boy? Woo! Buddy Landell is I'm going to stomp a mud hole in you. Then I'm going to walk it dry. And if there's anything left, I'm going to sweep that underneath the mat. Like it or not, Landell, I'm coming for you in K-Town. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's more on Super Saturday Night Fever coming your way. All right, Doc, what's your thoughts on White Boy right there? Well, first of all, he's good, but we know that. Um, the thing I like about this is that we had a while, a period, you know, through the second half of 94 where we were like, man, Dirty White Boy needs somebody. You know, he needs a dance partner here. Really, after Jake left, you know, because they didn't pay that off, and it was like he needs, he needs a, a worthwhile opponent. And now he's got two. So I, I'm interested. This is going to have, uh, you know, spoiler alert here. This is going to have some uh, ramifications on the title picture for a while to come. Hopper, you got anything? I didn't it seem like Dirty White Boy is just kind of like on a back burner now. 
No. No. Why do you think that? I don't know. It just seems like he's... I kind of forgot about him. You you forget he's the champion. I think that's because of everything that went down with, you know, well, how the thing with Jake never really paid off and he's kind of like lingering in the background. That's what Doc was saying. It's like he's... He'd been lingering and nothing really was really happening with him. But now he's finally got, you know, Buddy and he's got Lawler and it, it's about to start shaking out. He did go through a period where there wasn't much going on. I, not through no fault of his. That's the thing about it. What's, you know. Uh, anything else, Hop? Nah. Chris Candido comes out without Tammy because she's been suspended because uh, she played a part in the murdering of Boo's cat, even though Candido was the one who technically... Uh, you know, pulled the trigger when he dropped his ass on squish that poor kitty. Wow, that didn't sound right. Squish that. Come kitty. on. Let's go to Chris Candido that's what, now. That's what Sunny. That's what Everyone to Smoky Mountain Wrestling down. here with Chris Candido, <laughs> and of course, Miss Tammy Fitch has been suspended from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I'm sure you got some thoughts on that. Yeah, it's quite obvious something's missing out here because of Boo Bradley's crying, whining, complaining about the way we treated him and about what we did in that stupid, ridiculous kind of his, Tammy Fitch has been suspended and she can no longer come to the ring with me. But with everything I've ever done in my career, any title I've ever won, the thing that meant the most to me, the thing I'm happiest about was what I did to that stupid little cat of Boo Bradley's. Oh, come on. How can you be proud of that? Because you saw right there Christmas night as I had that cat down in the middle of the ring and I climbed to the top rope and I dropped the leg on that little cat. Not only did I feel the life leave that cat's body, but I felt the life leave the body of Boo Bradley. Because Boo that night right there was the end of our friendship, brother. Because every place you've been and everything you've done was all because of me. So Boo, now you want me in the ring? That's fine. Because I'm going to treat you just like a dog. I'm going to treat you worse than a dog. Because you're not a dog. You're not a man. You're stupider than a dog. At least a dog can do what his master tells him. You never listen to me once. So, Boo, now you want me in the ring. That's fine. I'm going to treat you worse than a dog. I'm going to finish you once and for all and squish you just like I did that stupid cat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see how that comes out at uh, Super Saturday Night Fever. And uh, this week, our 900 hotline question. Should Smoky Mountain officials have suspended Tammy Fitch, your vote counts? Working the people with that 900 number. Your uh, vote counts. Yeah, your vote counts. Let me go to Hopper. You got anything from Chris there? I thought it was meat and potatoes, but what you got? Yeah, yeah, meat and, meat and potatoes. It makes me eat dog food later on. Boy, asshole. Oh, yeah, we got to get to that. Yeah. Doc, what you got is you uh, sound like you're getting a blowjob like Hopper normally does because you're on your phone on Skype. No, I had to stretch a little bit. You know, it's doing my DDP yoga. Um, man, he's proud of killing the cat. That's, I mean, that's more mileage from the, some very heelish behavior. So, the beauty I of like that it. is, um, man, you when he said, "I felt the life leaving that cat," dude, that's that's he that's continuing to get mileage from some some dirty deeds. Well. Speaking of dirty deeds and a dirty person, I mean in a mm. wrestling context, let's go to the next promo where this is probably a surprise for you. And I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert is here. And uh, what, what are you doing here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling? I didn't know you were going to be here. Well, 
What are you looking at? Well, just to be honest with you, I didn't really know I was going to be here either. But, but see, there's, there's been some things happening, Mr. Ross, in Smoky Mountain Wrestling lately that's, that's kind of stirred me a little bit. More than disturbed me, it's just kind of bothered me a little bit. You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of places that would say, what is Eddie Gilbert doing in Smoky Mountain Wrestling? Just like you just did. I, I you, ju you just said that. And I'll tell you exactly why. Not too long ago, Smoky Mountain Wrestling took it upon themselves, and they decided that they were going to honor some legends of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, some people that made a good name for wrestling in Smoky Mountain Wrestling around Knoxville, Tennessee, and Johnson City, and on up in Kentucky and Virginia, and all around this area. Well, then they had this big list. And I remember, now correct me if I'm wrong, they had like this, this, this old man, uh, Ron Wright, and then they had his brother, Don Wright, and then I heard some talk about, about this, this legend that's no longer with us, Whitey Caldwell, somebody by that name. And then, and then I even remember, it even went this far. It went this far. They even talked about it and gave some kind of certificate to the guy that was the star of my three sons. You used to referee here, Fred McMurray, oh, Mac McMurray. Mac McMurray, Mac he was McMurray. there. Mac McMurray gave old Mac, gave Mac a little certificate to put up on his wall. He deserved it. Oh, yeah, he deserves a lot, and I'd like to give him one right now. And then the lowest thing they did, though, the lowest thing that anyone could ever do to me, not only did they do all that stuff to those people, but they overlooked my father, Tommy Gilbert. Tommy Gilbert was the greatest legend ever to step foot in the rings in Smoky Mountain Wrestling in the history. He didn't get any notification. Wait, he wait, 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 wait. They tried to call him. They did try to call him. I know that for a fact. They really did. The only way they may have tried to call my dad was collect with their reputation here. But no one called my dad. No one told him to come. And then what really kills me is they even sit and they gave a tape and a plaque to that old bald eagle that old has-been referee ricky morton's father paul morton paul morton's nothing but a white and he lives in nashville tennessee right now and he's doing nothing but driving a cab out there at the nashville international airport he didn't deserve That's anything my father deserves a legend a plaque. Why didn't you, why didn't you give him a plaque? Well, he deserved a plaque. Why? I need to what? I, I need to hold yourself. I need to get a hold of myself. Well, they gave Paul Morton the stupid plaque. You trying to piss me off, boy? Huh? Mm. You know, one thing that I did learn from Jimmy Cornette, that is there's no more Mr. Nice Guy bullcrap. You know, I'm tired ever Tom, Dick, and Harry coming here to Smoky Mountain Wrestling and putting my dad's name in the breath of it. Buddy, you want something with me? Well, if he deserves this, it, what? if he deserves it, someone ought to say it. He deserves and he's it. nothing but a bum. Oh, yeah. A bum, that's a all bum. he is. I'll yeah. tell you what, baby. What? I'll tell you what? what. You're here for a reason. Yeah. This right here is not WCW where you know somebody where you can wrestle. Seven. Right here, it's going to be your own self. Yeah. So you step your butt in that ring right now, and me and you, we're is that a challenge? Is that a challenge? Oh, that's well, you got it. You got it. We got it. All right. We're going to have this match, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. All right. I want to say something real quick before I throw it to Hopper first. 
This is crazy. I don't know. I think Doc realizes this. I don't know if Harper might. We are only one month and four days away from Gilbert passing away. That's what I was wondering. I was like, it's got to be close. He passed away February 18th, 1995. So it's like from the time this airs, it's just a little over a month from him passing. So I wanted to bring that up. But, um, man. He's just an aggravating little shit in a wrestling context. Harper, what'd you have from this? I was surprised that the crowd didn't respond to him when he came out. They were kind of silent. They were, yeah. Maybe it's because he looks like he looks like Chris Candido. Yeah, I guess he definitely doesn't have the same build. As he had, he looks bl- he looks bloated. Yeah, he he he's puffy. I don't know if that's a way yeah. to say it too. Yeah. Doc, what'd you have from this? I thought this was terrible, and I ain't trying to say this because I mean I like Eddie Gilbert a lot, and dick. he is an irritant, and he is about to pass away. But just on the merits of what I heard, dude, that night of legends was five months ago. Where have you been? Like you talk about old shit. I didn't think this was good at all. He's thirty three years and five months right here. That's how old he is. Yeah. So now he, I like the match. Okay. That that we're watching here between Gilbert and Morton. That's that's on the the Patreon video. I think that's all right. Tinyurlcom slash Patreon BTT. They work slow. To become a patron. Uh, they do. It's a slow style. Um, he was that's young. Hopper. Does he does he look old? That's why I asked you that. Does he look older than 33 years? Yes, he does. That's that young. sucks, man. 33. Cause, yeah, because when you look at him when he was with uh, Terry Taylor, when he had that, that fucking physique, and now he looks like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Lee. That was just, that was less, that was. About seven and a half years before this, when he was well, a tailor. Okay. Well, well, all right. Well, that was but that's, no, no, no. It's not a long time. No, no, no. That's still not a long time. I mean, you know, you can, figuring... you can change your body composition quite a bit in seven and a half years, pal. Yeah. I know, but it's not like it's 20 years different. He, I think what Harper's saying is he looks much older from at this point than he did then. Yeah. Physically and else. And the well, whole thing is, he, he 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 didn't have his the the beard either. Yeah, he's he's ditched the beard and his his hair looks to be bleached as well. Um, Doc, anything else before we get to the match? I thought we're at the match. Okay, no, all right, we are at the match. I just was making sure you have nothing else from the promo. Um, I did want to say Morton does when Morton runs in, he takes a shot at WCW and says, "This isn't WCW where you know someone and get a good spot." <laughs> Which I thought that that's was nice. <laughs> that was nice. That was classy on Morton's part. But uh, anyway, we're watching this match on on Patreon. It's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. If you're not a Patreon member, become one. Get access to the world class shows, the Clash of Champions, the Bunkhouse Stampede in 1988 and Jim Crocker Promotions. We've done a Continental episode recently. Tons of stuff, ECW stuff, up at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. The match, I'll throw it to Doc. Uh, they have about a four-minute match. Gilbert wins by flinging himself 
through the ropes and then using the ropes for leverage to pin Mar- uh, Morton. I thought it was fine. Uh, your thoughts on it, though? Yeah, that was fine. Um, I thought, I mean, there's two guys that know how to work, and they worked well together. So I, I liked the match. It was good. Harper, anything else on the match? When he dies, do they mention it? Or it's just like, they, are they just fucking no sell it? I don't even remember on the TV if they do or not. I mean, yeah. Well, and the thing of it is, is that he kind of ditched on him. Like, my understanding is, is that he went to one TV taping. It was at this one. And then yep. they were like, we got plans. And then he got the book in Puerto Rico and said, see ya. And that's where he died at? Yep. And you know, when people go to Puerto Rico, think Dutch. You don't hear from them again. Yeah. Well, that's not true. We heard. <laughs> we at least got. No, that's not true. I mean, Dutch actually did a promo from the beach in Puerto Rico. So that's not really. And went no. running because people were after him. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's Dutch. Dutch, if you happen to, you know, anyone who listens to this show and, you know, follows Dutch on Twitter. You know, I've reached out to Dutch a few times about doing this show. I mean, he never responds to me, so. I just He's probably say- like, eh, fuck that black asshole. Wow, mm. that's nice. <laughs> anyway, um, I get, but I bring it up because I get asked, hey, you guys need to have Dutch on. I would love to have Dutch on this show, but he's never responded to me. So there's that. You should hit up Bob Cottle. I don't know if Bob really does podcasts and interviews. I, yeah, I doubt it. Um, And I'll leave it at that. All right. So Eddie Gilbert wins the match. And then right after that, they go to a promo with uh, Gilbert. Let's hear what he's got to say. And this is pretty much how the episode ends. See, what I tell you? I beat Ricky Morton with the Luthes Press. What? I hold... That Luthes himself taught me. I just beat him with. And what happens? Robert Gibson shows up. Where one goes, the other goes. Two on one, is it, boys? Two on one. I beat Ricky Martin fair. I beat him square. And he just cannot stand it. You can't stand it. You can't stand it. You can't stand it. See, what's wrong with you? See, now they're going to beat me up. Now now they're going to try to beat me up. Maybe you deserve it, Eddie. Now hold on. Keep your composure, guys, at least for my sake, will you? Okay. I tell you what. I see one. I see two. I just see one of me standing here. You two guys are the legendary team here. I tell you what. I tell you what. Why don't you two guys... Meet me and a partner of my choice next time. Huh? Sleep me once, shame on you. Sleep me twice, shame on me. Break yourself a partner. We'll be right here next week. Show us what you got, hot stuff. All right, well, whoever Gilbert's partner's going to be, we'll find All right, so we got a little mystery uh, brewing for next week. Who's Eddie Gilbert going to bring to the match to face the rock and roll? Hopper, you got anything from this? He seems like he's, uh, I don't know. I guess kind of like a Boo Bradley. Doesn't he kind of sound like him? 
I'm trying to figure out if he's acting or if he's really on something right there. Yeah. That's, just, that's what I was trying to figure out. I feel like JR is trying to help him a lot. But the match wasn't bad. No, the match was fine. It was short. I mean, it was like four minutes long, but it, they, they were fine. He won by cheating. But I don't know. Doc, you had the same thought. Did you think he might have been like on something or is he acting there? Which Altered. I I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever know, but I would have, you know, I like the the conspiracy theory that maybe he was uh, altered. Oh, okay. Cocaine. What? Coke. I was just a little stuffy post nasal drip. All right. Sure. All right. Um, good stuff. Nonetheless. All right, let's keep on moving. Hey, we're going to do disability checks and government cheese. First, I want to remind you, if you are if you use Amazon to purchase things, please use the Amazon referral link for BTT. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. Again, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Please use it. Give that link to the hoes, wives, girlfriends, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it because we know women like to shop. So again, tinyurl.com slash btamazon. And if you haven't already done so, remember, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. All right, Doc, how many uh, disability checks are you going to give this one? Well, you just said we're going to give it some disability checks. So I'm interested in your rating. Okay, Hopper, how many disability checks are you going to give this one? Uh, eight. That's it. Okay. I'm, I, I mean, uh, 8.3. Don't let him, no, 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 don't let him change your mind, Hopper. Stick to your guns. I guess like an 8.3, yeah. 8. I'm a 3. persuasive little cuss. Um, I'm going to go with 8.8. .8. I thought this episode was lights out. Great. That's nice. Who are you giving your government cheese to, Doc? Lots of contenders here. I'm not going to lie. Lots of people right. in the running. Who are you giving it to? I'm going with Corny for the whole, they don't ask the victim if he's a nice guy line, because I thought that was good. And he just said, I'm a back jumper and a pillow biter and all kinds of stuff. Who are you giving yours to, Hopper? It's got to be Cornette, man. Yeah, I don't know how you give it to anyone but Cornette, to be honest with you. That's, yeah. Uh, and let me break kayfabe and spoil some stuff. He's getting it next week, too. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to be fair, we gave it to the gangsters, or we gave it to New Jack for many, many weeks when he came in, and, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I almost almost gave it to Boo, but it wouldn't have been fair because of him picking in his ass looking for dingleberries and shit. Like that, 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 that crossed my mind, but it didn't happen. So, anyway. Um, Corny gets the government cheese on a clean sweep. And with that said, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I want to thank uh, my buddies from the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. ROH is Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday, so check them out. Classic and current stuff. And also check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier and a little bit more professional. Still fun nonetheless. Hopper, if you don't have anything, hit the tagline. Get us home. Fuck it, bitch.
Before we get out of here, I want to shout out a couple of people, friends of the show. Also want to shout out some Patreon members and thank them for their patronage. Uh, before I do all that, like I said, a couple of friends of the show and podcasts that we hope you support. Check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Monday mornings, the shows drop. They talk current and classic wrestling, along with some indie stuff, too. But it's a good show. They're friends of mine. So please support them because they support us. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast run by buddies of mine, Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, definitely more professional than we are. Thank you, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. We appreciate it. Also, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do their show. I believe their shows are dropping on Wednesdays these days. I keep forgetting, but uh, they're basically breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV as they do their thing. Great show. And also Mike and JV do the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed at the $5 level. So good guys doing some good work, and I appreciate it, Mike and JV. Thank you for all of your support. And like I said, I want to thank all the Patreon members out there for their support and patronage. We really appreciate it. We do two shows a week that are free. And then in addition to that, we do more because of you guys. And we appreciate that. So thanks for supporting this show. Uh, it's definitely a great thing that you do for us and, and supporting us. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm eternally grateful for all the patrons we have. And as I'm talking about being eternally grateful, shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons. Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Swayzo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunyfin, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA Russell Nut on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. at Half Pints Point. Keep cutting them promos, kid. I know you would love when I say that. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, at Ryan and Auburn, that is, on Twitter. Good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, T-Hog 94, God Bold Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That list is getting longer and longer. And I appreciate it. Thank you for your patronage. And thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons and supporting this show and everything we do. That's all I got. Thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and week and whenever or month or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you very much. And like Harper always says before we get out of here, book it, bitch. <laughs>